Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fifth Sunday of the blessed month of Abib, and uh, customarily what the church does is on the fifth Sunday, usually there's four Sundays in a month, but depending on uh, the month, how many, uh, there could be an extra Sunday that we have. So generally what the church does, when there's an, a fifth Sunday, we read the gospel that we just heard of the five loaves and the two fish, why? Because there's like an extra Sunday, Sunday that we get to have and gather. So just like there was an extra uh, remaining that was left over after the miracle. So this is uh, why we read this reading. What I'd like to focus on this morning is this, just a few words that we read in the Gospel of uh, St. Luke, chapter 9, verse 12. It says, When the day began to wear away, the twelve came and said to him, Send the multitude away. And I want to focus on these few words, send the multitude away. Why did the disciples want to send the multitude away? Why? Because if you think about it, it made it seem like there was a problem. And they were like, we can't feed these people. Send them away. Get rid of them. Tell them to go somewhere. They worried about the people. There was a genuine worry that they wanted some, they needed, they, uh, they needed food, they needed lodging, they, needed, they were in the, you know, in the middle of the wilderness. So where are they going to find food? So they asked our Lord Jesus Christ to send the multitude away. And our Lord's response to the disciples was, you give them something to eat. He wanted them to do the work and to give them uh, something to eat. Obviously, it doesn't really make sense where are they going to find food in the middle of the wilderness to feed all these people. But what I wanted to focus on in these few words to, that when the disciples said, send the multitude away. And sometimes when we are presented with difficulties or challenges, we want to get rid of problems as opposed to dealing with them. And we have like this, you know, fight or flight type of uh, thought process when we deal with issues. As a problem comes our way, do I want to fight and work on this issue? Or do I want to just get rid of it and have somebody else deal with it? So how do I deal with tough situations? And there are times where both are applicable. You know, there are times where it's, it's right to fight, to, to, to work hard on something and to fix the situation. And there are times where it's better to flee. St. Paul, in his letter to St. Timothy, he talks about this. He says, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and perceive themselves through many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. So what St. Paul is advising St. Timothy is what? Flee the things that are going to increase the love of yourself. If you have greed, if you have a love of money, if you have a love of anything worldly, flee those things. But then he says, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. And then he says, fight the good 
fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. So he tells him to, at times there are, we need to make a decision to fight, and at times we have to make a decision to flee. So the things that we should flee are what? The flee the things that increase the love of self, and fight for the things that will endure. We have to fight for things that will endure. We have to have this ability to have a good work ethic and good effort. And this is in our spiritual life. So we'll first take a look at it from our spiritual life. And then we'll also take a look at it from what? From some of our things that we deal with in the world. If we look in the book of Acts, chapter 14, verse 22, it says, We must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. Why? must we enter through many tribulations into the kingdom, to the kingdom of God? It, uh, it doesn't make sense, you know? Why was, must we do this? St. Basil the Great says something nice. He says, God does rescue the holy from affliction, but He does so not by rendering them untested, but by blessing them with endurance. So he says that God does rescue people from affliction, but He doesn't go... He doesn't give them any uh, opportunities for them not to be tested. For if affliction brings about endurance, then endurance brings about an approved character. And then he says this, Whoever rejects affliction deprives himself of approval, just as none is crowned who has no rival. So none can be pronounced worthy except through tribulations. So what St. Basil is saying is that if I reject affliction, if I reject difficulties and challenges in my life. How am I going to have a crown to receive? Why? Because if in order for me to receive a crown at the end, I have to have some type of competition. So there needs to be a testing. There needs to be some troubles that we have in this world so that we can be made worthy. And so for us, who are we competing against? We're not competing against one another, but we're competing against ourselves. So and this is why St. Basil said, so none can be pronounced worthy except through tribulations. So we must, through tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. So we have to go through these things. We have to have trouble. We have to have them. So the disciples, going back to why we're talking about this, they said, send the multitude away. We want to get rid of the problem. We have a problem here. We have all these people. We don't know where and how to feed all of these people. So send them away. And sometimes we do this with our own problems, with our own challenges that come. Things, some things that we often run from. Sometimes we run from relationships. We live in a world now where everything is dispensable. What does dispensable mean? It means that it can be easily replaced. I get into a fight with my husband or wife, we start to use the divorce word. I get into an argument with a good friend of mine, we no longer talk to them. I have a problem at work, I'm gonna quit and find another job. I have any type of discomfort, I want to quit and run as opposed to doing the work and figuring it out. So the disciples here, they said, send the multitude away. Send them away because we don't want to deal with this. We do this sometimes in our own lives. We, we, have, a, we have a tough situation. For example, 
We, you know, look, look at the, the marriage statistics that we now, or, or the divorce rates now in the world. People have no patience for one another. They get married, and then they say to themselves, well, a problem happens, I want to get divorced, and run quickly. They don't think to themselves, I need to endure a little. Now, I'm not saying, now I'm not saying that there is no situations that where you should flee, but I feel like the pendulum has switched, shifted in the other way, where people just give up too easily. We see young people move from job to job to job to job because they, and a problem happens, they're not, they're not happy in their position, they get into some type of disagreement with their manager, and they just say, you know what, I'm just gonna find something else. Even in our spiritual practices, they teach the monks, don't go from place to place. Stay consistent in one place. Learn for a while. If we run from difficulties, if we run from every challenge that comes our way, we are running directly from God. But when things come our way, we need to endure a little. We need to endure. Life is not dispensable. Relationships are not dispensable. People are not dispensable. We get into arguments with our brothers or sisters and then we say we're going to stop talking to them. As if it's that easy just to get rid of talking to somebody. We want to just get rid of situations as opposed to having sometimes difficult conversations. What I want to tell you is that if this is our mentality towards life, if our mentality is to send problems away and not deal with things that come along the way, we're, no, we're never going to find peace in our life. Sometimes you need to actually dig in deep and fix the situation that comes your way. So I just highlighted a few things here, relationships, work, any type of discomfort. But the, look at, let's all look at our own lives and say, well, what, what difficulties do I have? What difficulties do I have in my life? And then I need to use discernment to figure out, well, can I solve this problem? Or do I need to just get rid of this problem? If we look at this situation of this miracle, if we look at this situation here in this miracle, let's look at this. I have the icon here again. You know, you can either focus on the problem or you can focus on the solution. You know, what I love in this icon is that this child here is looking up at our Lord Jesus Christ. And he's saying, well, our Lord, you are the problem. I'm sorry, you are the solution to the problem. So if I come to you, right, and I say, God, I present to you my problem. I present to you my challenge. And I trust in his ability. Then I will see the glory of God. But when we are working on our, by ourselves, if we feel like we are working on our, by ourselves, then what's going to happen is that all of these challenges, we're going to naturally want to run from them because we're dealing with them alone. We're going to want to send the problem away. But if we're working with Christ and in trust in His ability and we partner with Him, then whatever challenge comes our way now becomes manageable because He is God. And he is our partner. But if any time something comes our way, it's, it becomes dispensable, we're never going to get to see the glory of God. You know, think about Moses, for example. Imagine 
the problem that Moses was faced when he had Pharaoh and the army running after him and he was blocked between the army and the sea. Imagine if God wasn't with him and, and he didn't trust in the ability of God. He wouldn't have seen the glory of God and the sea split and, how God, and seeing how God loves his people and cares for his people. So when we endure, we can often see the glory of God. When we go through a little bit of hardship, we can see that glory. But the problem is a lot of times in society now, we've become so conditioned to not want to have any sort of discomfort. And if any kind of discomfort comes our way, we run. We want to get rid of it. This type of lifestyle is not going to lead to godliness. And this type of lifestyle is not going to make us internally happy. So we have to endure. We have to fight a little bit. Don't give up so easily on people. Nobody's perfect in our friendships. People make mistakes. People say things that they don't mean. People, you know, they make mistakes. There are misunderstandings. You know, sometimes I tell some of our youth, if you're going to do this, if you're going to cut off every person that makes a mistake or says or does something wrong to you, you're not going to end up with any friends because you're expecting perfection. And perfection doesn't exist. People are, we're, we all make mistakes. That's the beauty of Christianity is that we have this concept of forgiveness. Do we forgive one another? Or do we say, well, once somebody does this, that's it, I've cut them off. Imagine God did that with us. Imagine God said to humanity, well, you know what? You sinned, you left me, I, I did everything for you. I'm just gonna get rid of the whole world and create a whole new people. He didn't do that. He said, you know what? You sinned, you made a mistake, you disobeyed, you left me. I'm going to do what? I'm gonna take flesh, I'm going to suffer, I'm gonna die for you, and I'm going to rise for you. Do we have endurance? Are we, do we have this ability to say, well, I'm going to fight for the things that, we, that endure, or am I just going to easily give up? Again, like I said, there are times where we, sh we should run and there are times where we should fight. And each situation is case by case and we need to look at it and, and use discernment and pray and learn how to make these types of decisions. But I wanted to focus a little bit more on the fighting element because I feel like our society has become so used to this concept of everything just being dispensable. I can replace it easily. So you know what? I'll get rid of you. You know what? I don't like this job. I'll just find another. You know what? I, I don't like this husband or this wife. I'll get rid of you. I don't, everything is dispensable. And then we feel like the thing that we're running to is better than the thing that we have. And then we end up actually even in a, in a more miserable state. Where at times if we endured and fought a little and partnered with God, then we will then see what the glory of God. So ask yourselves, in this situation, should I flee? And if it's, if it's something for myself to make the love of myself grow, then yes, I should flee, as our teacher St. Paul taught St. Timothy. But if it's something that I should endure, then I need to have a spirit to fight a little and to be forgiving towards people and to work and have a hard and have a good work ethic, you know, so that things that the challenges that come my way, I don't give up so easily. 
So if we summarize what we said this morning, the disciples saw a problem and they, their initial solution was what? Send the multitude away. And sometimes we do this with our own lives. We see problems, challenges that come our way and we say, get rid of the problem, get rid of it. You know what? I don't want to deal with it. So we have to analyze each situation and say, do I run or do I stay? If we run, like I said, if it's going to increase the love of self and sin, we fight if it is for the glory of God. Fighting is a must in our walk with God. And I explained how, what St. Basil said. If we don't fight, right, then there's no crown going to be given to us. We have to compete against ourselves. We have to work hard or else what is the purpose of, uh, of receiving the crown? In order to receive the crown, we have to win our competition and that competition has its trials. It doesn't come easily. We have to fight in everything. Spirituality comes with work. Relationships comes with work and effort. So we have to have a good work ethic. So don't give up so easily on the things in life that matter. So your relationships with people, your husband, your wife, your brother, your sister, don't expect perfection because perfection doesn't exist. But be forgiving. Just like our Lord Jesus Christ, while he was hanging on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And then if we partner with God, we will see his glory. So to summarize, this, the key thing is look at each situation, each challenge in your life and think about, well, how can I work with God and fight with him? as opposed to just giving up and sending the problem away. And when I do that, I will see the glory of God. And glory be to our God forever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.